So we can get this game going. Oh shit, what do you need to come out? Man, just hold your man, man. That's all you gotta do. Play some defense. Man, too late, man. Domino, game. the good days great nights podcast we're gonna have a good time today got somebody real near and dear and special to my heart with me today so we're gonna just sit down and have a conversation um you know my rules kind of can't tell you their name till they tell you who who they are as a person like i tell you all the time sometimes when we tell somebody their name you base it off of what you heard previously you know since before you actually know them so uh my guest if you don't mind i do this thing called five songs so five songs meaning what's your favorite place to visit, like here recently? Like if you wanted to go somewhere in the U.S. right now, if you wanted to get up, it's snowing outside right now, but if you wanted to get up and go outside and jump in the car, where do you want to go? Uh, <laughs> where would you want to go right now? That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> dang, I ain't even thought about it like that. Right uh, now, we pack our bags. You, you bored. We bored. It's snowing. Where do you want to go? Let's go to Canada. Let's go to Canada. Okay, so we're going to be in Canada, so we got to get a – we have to have a passenger van since we're going to Canada because there's going to be a lot of us, right? Right. All right, so in, in the mob only going to Canada, so you got to think about it like this here. I know you personally. Uh-huh. They don't know you. So the people sitting in the car with you, they got to get to know you. So when it's your turn to drive, you got five songs. All right. With these five songs, it'll explain itself more and more as you understand the five songs. These five songs make you feel a certain kind of way. Maybe where you are when you heard each song, why you listen to the song. It could be a song that you don't listen to no more for a certain reason. It could be songs that you listen to now because of this reason. So what would those five songs be to tell the other 16 in the Sprinter who you are? Who I am. Okay. My first one would be Breathe On Me. Okay. Who was that by? By Eddie James. Okay. Uh, Tell me a little bit about the song. Oh man, it's 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 great, man. I don't I can't really explain it too much, but it's it's definitely Holy Ghost feel, you know, and that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Um yeah, that's this what that's this is me, you know. So I'll be on um, breathe on me. It's Holy Ghost feel. It's talking about a whole bunch of stuff, man. Okay. Just really like just keeping my head right. Mm-hmm. Um my next song will be probably <laughs> It's it's supposed it's it's designed to be tricky, man, because it's it's it's, it's kind of going through your emotions. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. music, like, outlines your emotions of where you at in your life, even like certain songs and stuff like that, certain feelings. So give me give me four. We got four more. Uh, my next one, too. I'm just gonna go down my playlist. I'm gonna just go down the ones I play the most. Uh, this new one recently I just picked up is called "Lord, You Are My Holy." Okay, you, you are holy. It's, it's by Eddie James again, and it's a uh, sister called Alicia. Lisa okay. Hudson. All right. I just picked up on that, so it's just it's been a blessing to me. Um, the next one would be it's called Yeshua. Okay. 
It's what I listen to, you know. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Stuff to keep me, keep me focused, keep my mind, you know. So that song keeps you focused. To, right, right. Okay. Keep my mind where it's supposed to be. Uh, another one is called Grateful. I'm pretty sure everybody heard this one by Hezekiah. Okay. Hezekiah Walker. And that's just, that speaks for itself, you know. I'm grateful for a lot of things, man. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've who I was and who I am now, and I'm just grateful, you know what I'm saying? And um, the next one will be, I think that's, this is four right here. Mm-hmm. It's called Faith by Jay Moss. Okay, I know that one. Yeah, that, that one's just, you know, another one. It speaks for itself, faith, you know, and I got to keep that faith, man. It's easy to lose your faith out here in this world nowadays, so, and without faith, you can't please God, so that's just a big one for me, man. Okay. Uh, my last one. <laughs> I, I mean, even if you had to do one to make you think of like your family, think of your mom, think of anything. I mean, um, think of your childhood. It can be anyone. It can be when you look at your nieces and nephews, like what do you think or, you know, whatever. <laughs> what you got? Man, I don't know off the top. <laughs> that's, what's, that's what's funny. Uh Old songs I used to listen to. I mean, just give me one, one that you used to listen to. Uh, well, it was Nipsey Hussle. Uh, what it was, Face the World. Face the World. Face the World. You know, I mean, that was been my old life. I don't listen to it no more though. You know, just because where I'm at now. So. Uh huh. But yeah, that'll be the fifth one though. Face okay. the World, Nipsey Hussle. So off the gate, they gonna know that you at one point in time listen to Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. They gonna know that you, you know, you listen to worldly music you, at one point in time. Right. They're going to know that Faith, Jay Moss, right? Right. Grateful. Mm-hmm. And then the other other ones were... Uh, Read on me and you're holy. Okay. And so now you got a different walk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So without further ado, without, you know what I'm saying, we can't draw it out too long. This is, I have the great uh, Devontae Sales in here today. He's, he's sitting with me, hanging out with me today. And we're just going to kind of talk and build. He got he got a new ministry, new walk coming through and everything, right? Yeah. So we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit just to kind of give him a little guidance of what he got going on. He's going to give us some guidance of why he chose the the walk that he's walking right now, okay? Yeah. So I appreciate you for coming, man. I appreciate you for sitting down with me, just having a conversation with you. Um, that's grateful, man. I think the the biggest thing in this, in this world that we need nowadays is people to show their transparency of where they came from, yes, where they're at, and where they're going, and how they're being led. Okay, so you don't have any kids, right? No, sir. Okay, so in the in the segue of not having any kids, do you you want to have kids one day? You want to be married, have kids, and everything? Yeah, I want a family, yes, sir. Okay, so when you look at that now, being that you are uh, around kids and things like that, you see different people with their families. What are some of your desires when it comes to having, whether a daughter or a son or twins or you know whatever? What's mm-hmm. your desires for your for your children? My desires is I don't want them to be out here lost, you know. Like I don't want them to be naive to the stuff I was naive to. You know, uh, what was like, some of the stuff you was naive to, if you don't mind? Uh, I mean, you don't got to go too far and deep into it, but just some of the things that you that had a hold on you at one point in time that you think no longer they may come back around, but you able you, you learn your lesson, so you're able to walk around them now. Well, the big thing is purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was looking through the world. For answers, you know, I was looking to the world for answers on why I'm here, you know, instead of listening to, uh, instead of looking to the, uh, to up in the skies, you know, the great, the God Almighty, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was being trying to be identified with different things in this world, my friends, you know, like, trying to fit in certain spots where I wouldn't, you know, now I wouldn't even care to fit in, you know, like, um, girls, like, 
Am I worth it? You know, mm-hmm. am I worth? Um, is she gonna like me for these reasons? Well, I, I'm not like all these other dudes, but is she gonna like me for who I am. Like, mm-hmm. um, I want them to be aware. You know, I want them to have that love that I didn't get as a kid. Like, I felt I didn't get as a kid. Like, I grew up with my mom, and my dad was divorced at a young age. So, you know, them type of statistics right there speak alone for themselves. Like, I, I was looking for. Like, my mom can only teach me so much, you know? And, right. Uh, and uh, the other parts, like, she told me, you know, as a man, as a as a boy, I'm going to go out here and do my own thing eventually, especially when I start coming into myself. Puberty starts setting in. Right. You know? So, uh... So, those are the things you want them to to, to, to yeah, have, right? Yeah, and a few things, yeah. Okay. Education-wise, too, you know? Okay, so, we... You hit on some key points right there, man, when you was just talking about a few things. So, I want to kind of go back on those things. Mm-hmm. So when you were talking about relationships, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to the young ladies and stuff like that, I think a lot of times we as men don't talk about that right. because we kind of fear of, or do they really, what do they like me for? What's the angle? Right. You know, sometimes women feel like men only want them for one, maybe two or three things, but in your heart, don't you think some, I don't know, maybe you think, cause I know with me, it was always a worry of like, why does they, why do they want to be around me? Why do they want to be in my life? What do I bring? force them to be around me mm-hmm. or want to be the life of the party at the time or them just to be in my presence. Mm-hmm. So what do you think um, changes your desires to care? Cause at one point in time you cared about it, but now it's just like, who's for me is who for me. Right. Right. So like you said with the different girls and like what they see in me, well, I was like, like yourself, you know, we was taught manners, you know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. was taught how to open the door for a young lady. We was taught how to take the trash out for him when we come over, uh, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, that they didn't receive from other dudes in the previous times that they received from me. So that would be the, I feel like that'd be something that they grabs hold on to. They'd be like, oh, he, he a man, you know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. felt like I was a man, but you know, <laughs> we wasn't men. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that'd be the, that'd be the starter. And then when I bring in. I mean, when it, when it, when it, when it, when the feeling starts setting in, that's this next thing that's gonna say. Oh, right. well, I care for this dude. I want to be with him. Mm-hmm. But the, is that is the feelings now? Now that you know, and now that you're older, mm-hmm. do you think your feelings are more so actions, or more so like hearing from God or hearing from the young lady? Like, is is it you know a, a great deal of it has to, you have to be led to this person, but then at the same time, when you're falling in love with them. Mm-hmm. And they're falling in love with you. You want to make sure they're falling in love with you for all the right reasons, and you know, and same for you know, so likewise or whatever. Mm-hmm. So your direction now, what steers you to believe that they'll be for you this time around versus previous relationships? Well, like you said, when I get pointed to that person, when I've been led to that to, to receive a certain person, then I know that's what it is. But like I said, I'm always judging based on the book. You know, I'm judging this tree by its fruit. So if she if I mean, if it's some things we can tweak, you know, but if mm-hmm. she all the way out there that, you know, like she, she ain't got morals for herself or she don't have self-love for herself, mm-hmm. um, I can't, you know. So you can't change her own love, I like her self-esteem and self-love? Right, exactly. You know, you can't change people, you know, like you can only tell them what it is. And, and nine times out of ten, most people are grasp hold to it. You know, I've been learning that lately. Like, I don't think she going to receive this. Well, I don't think they going to receive this. When I speak it and they be like, dang, for real? You know, like, mm-hmm. tell me more. You know what I'm saying? And. And, that, and that's where I go from there. You know what I'm saying? We could probably no, that's have cool. some more convos no, or whatever else. No, no, that's cool. So so then you then you also mentioned uh, about, you know, coming from a, 
a divorced family at a young age, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you saying like having conversations with your mom, and she's she's giving you all she can give you, but you needed that that male um, that male role leadership, model, right? That, that, yeah. that leadership, right? So yeah. when you look at that with your mom and your dad, did that make you bitter? Like in in like as a, as a kid coming up, like seeing other kids with their biological mother and father in the same house. Oh, yeah. Did that? Did that? Do you think that damaged you, or do you think it just made you kind of go harder, or what do you think? Um, everything. Well, uh, yes, yes. Everything have, happens for a reason, and I, and you know, I'm grateful for that too. You know, like it damaged me. I felt, yeah, it damaged me a little bit for real. It had me bitter, it had me resentful. Um, I didn't like authority for real because I wasn't getting it at home. You know, I was getting my mom's authority, but like mm-hmm. you said, you need that male authority, and I didn't have it. So when I bumped into other authority, it was like I had to learn at first. But, you know, I don't know. You know, you the same. Mm-hmm. You pretty much the same as I am when we grew up. Like, we yeah. we eventually, like with sports, you learn authority fast in sports. You know what I'm saying? You right. got to, yes, sir, yeah. All right, yeah. whatever they tell you to do. So, yeah, I had some resentment growing up as a kid, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, you know, and I think I, mine was mine was a little different because I grew up with my father. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. My father was who raised me predominantly probably from second grade until 11th grade and that was when I became rebellious and wanted to lead a nest. You see what I'm saying? My mom, I had her on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So as you as you have the bitterness for your father not being in the house, I had the bitterness for my mom not being in the house. You okay. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was days that, you know, this may not be my mom biologically, but this this woman is loving me. This woman right. is giving me what I need. Right. And I had it on a several different encounters. You know what I'm saying? Well, my father, he was he a... Was, uh, able to be married one time and it didn't work in his cards, but then he was able to be blessed again. And this time he's been married and, and you know, happily married. So that's a good thing. I mm-hmm. think that's a great thing. But I did struggle with that because it wasn't my mom. Oh yeah. Because oh, you yeah. want that DNA bond. Like I talk to my daughter sometimes. Yeah. And when we have those kind of conversations, we're having them in the sense of, um, she, she wants to understand like why, it can't be one big happy family. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? But oh, that's yeah. the things that I struggle with as well of why can't it be one big happy family? Because you're looking at it in the sense of other races and other generations before us, they were able to coexist together. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So those were some of my resentments. Yeah. So, but I think that that's, I think that that's knowledgeable as a man that you can understand and say that that did cause you some hurt. Yeah. Like you said, like I grew up, like you had your mom's, you had your pops, not your mom's. And I had my mom's, not my pops. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that, that played a big role. And we, I had to learn it, you know. It was definitely a learning experience, and like you said, I went to other families, and they got they both their parents together. I mm-hmm. go to other other friend house, they got their parents both together. They relationship all joyful, and you know, just it, it created some resentment and that jealousy thing too. You know, like right. I'm dang man, I want that. You know, like mm-hmm. then I go to my pops, try to call him, he don't, you know. You know, he he ain't there. He don't want to mm-hmm. answer the phone and stuff like that. Not not throwing no shade on him now, but that no. is what it is. You and, know what I'm saying? And, and that's the truth because the that truth is, is what you want to be is just transparent. So, like, oh, yeah. so in the sense of that, like, with him not answering the phone, it was days that, you know, I got a story with my mom and not to, like, tit for tat or one up, but I, I like to talk to people and make sure they relate to it. I don't want you to think that I'm asking you questions that I can't answer myself. Oh, so, you good. You so good. that's why I, that's why I kind of give my spiel as well, right? Mm-hmm. So I can remember going into my ninth grade year calling my mom. Yeah. I wanted her to let me come stay with my brother and her and mm-hmm. roam the streets and do what I wanted to do because right. I didn't want to do what my pops wanted me to do no longer, right? right? Believe it or not, I'm still waiting on that call. Mm-hmm. But I was bitter for a long time that I didn't get the call. Mm-hmm. 
So that drew the wedge between me and my mom, maybe me and my older brother at some point in time too, because I felt like well, she came and got him right when he did wrong, right. and I wasn't even doing wrong at the time. Yeah. I just wanted to be in mother's touch. You see what I'm saying? Right. So for a long time, man, I was hurt. Yeah, but I was hurt because I expected my request to be her purpose at the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I understood I had a bigger purpose that I was supposed to walk in and she was supposed to walk in. Oh, yeah. So I was angry. It was weekends that I would go see her and, you know, city market, right? Mm-hmm. I want to go to the city market one Saturday. I'll never forget it, man. And I was so mad at my mom because at the time, bro, she worked at historic suites hotel. Mm-hmm. Used to get like 19,000 a year on her, ta- on her, <laughs> on her W2s. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how are you feeding the family and doing all this and everything? Right. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you got to make it stretch. But that wasn't until I was a senior in high school and we were sitting down to do FAFSA and she was showing me what she made and how she was making a way. But she said, really, it was just God the whole time making a way out mm-hmm. of nowhere, right? So when I was, the city market situation, I wanted her to go one day. Mm-hmm. Everybody was going. And she said, I got to go to work. And I snapped. And I'm snapping as a eight, nine, ten 10-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Disrespectful. <laughs> but she didn't chastise me physically. But verbally, she let me know, and everybody else let me know, like, it ain't even about you. You think it's about you. It's about God, and he trying to build us onto some different things. Mm. I had my grandparents. Mm. They showed me a lot of love, but I wanted her that day to stop what she was doing, not go to work, and take me to the city market. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. As selfish as it may be, we may not have uh, got nothing out of there, but I just wanted that love hey. from Mom Dukes. Yeah, you you know a kid, saying? too. You know? so, so that's what I think um, – causes you to go search for that love when you're dealing with women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even if you were getting it from your mom, being that you were lacking your father's love, he may have lacked his father's love or his father never showed him how to love. So it's really the generation of going over and over and over again. Exactly. So now you're in a situation where you're looking at life and you're like, dang, man, how can I break this cycle? But that's a lot of pressure to put on a 12, 13, mm-hmm. young adolescence of mm-hmm. how to break a cycle that's been going on three generations before you. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, you being a young man, how old are you? 26. You see what I'm saying? 26 years old. That's a lot of pressure to put on a young kid mm-hmm. for the rest of his life of how to break a cycle that you didn't create. Right. You just was was born into it. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I think that that kind of some things that kind of keep young black men and young man period up at night. Mm-hmm. It make them kind of overthink, over, overthinking, over want to overcompensate in other oh, yeah. ways. That's you see what I'm saying? And then you find yourself trying to provide for your family, your parents, but you lose track of who you are because you got to, you know, you was an athlete in school, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, I got to buy my mama a house. Yeah. Got to make it to the NFL. Got to make it to the NBA. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, trying to be that man that my pops wasn't. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. you take that badge of honor like, oh, he wasn't that, so I can't be that. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's a gift when their parents are not that. Mm-hmm. Some people, it hurts them. Yeah. Some people, if they get they both parents, they don't really know how to appreciate it. They just appreciate mm-hmm. the gifts and the shoes and the clothes and the trips and stuff. Yeah. But they don't appreciate the fact of them not being there. They don't understand that that's a, that's a lesson as mm-hmm. well as a blessing sometimes, too. It's, it hurts, mm-hmm. but it teaches you something. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, actually, so, yeah. so, so no doubt. So right now, in your life right now, where you're going compared to where you've been, what, um, how do you balance living and walking right for God and then you still have the world going on around you. Uh not compromising for real. This this with everything else. Like you put it in perspective as an athlete. You know, how do you stay how do you stay focused on the game ahead 
how do you stay focused on the assignment when you got all this temptation around you? Say, for instance, you got you got people trying to go to a party or whatever. Man, come on, let's go to this party, man. I got workouts, I got studies, I got to get my books right. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you stop from doing that? You you stay focused on your assignment, you know. And back then that was hard to hard to do, but now it's much easier, you know. Like simple, like just don't compromise. You stay focused on the plan because you know what's mm-hmm. over there, you know. Especially because we grew up through it, mm-hmm. we know what's over there. So now it's like you want to risk this walk. And go over there and get your head beat up in, mm-hmm. you know, not physically, but mentally, spiritually, you know what I'm saying? You right. wanna you wanna take this detour, go ahead, go right along. You got your free will to go do it. And every time you go do it and you leave the walk, you be like, dang, bro, I shouldn't have did that, you know, I shouldn't have did this. And like I said, I always judge it off that book. Uh that book they, being what? Tell that, them what the that, book that, is. The good Bible, man, the holy Bible, man. Facts. If they ain't doing what he's saying, if they if if it's totally opposite, okay, that's that's a that's a light bulb right there. Right. Okay, I ain't going. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna stay right here. Y'all can come over here on my side, but I ain't going back over there. I've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Me going up through high school, going to colleges, three different colleges. Yeah, I didn't kicked it enough. You know what I'm saying? Like so it's, over it's like it's over that. with, bro. It's over with. Like I didn't. My life has been completely nothing. You know, after all that, I didn't been broke, bro. I didn't lost. Jobs, cars, all because I built up these habits by kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hanging with people that don't mean nothing. Like it was bad habits created. Yeah, you learn from you. You learn from a lot of stuff, and like God put you through certain things for you to learn that too. Like you keep, you keep following on your face. You keep following on your face each time, each time. But you, you learning lessons. You know what I'm saying? You never lose. You're always learning for real. So that's how. I, that's how I stay in the middle of the road. Okay. So so just not compromise. I think not that's compromise. Dope. So right now. You don't mind? Can you tell tell my family? I don't call them listeners. That's my family name. Tell them tell them what you got going as far as your organization and what you're doing right now. Uh, well, me and my cousin, man, we got this uh website called Encounter Christ Ministries. Um, I think it's a dot org. If I'm not mistaken, I correct it. Yeah, it's dot com. EncounterChristMinistries dot com, and basically it's just a little. It's a resource. It's a tool out there. You know, we got prayer requests that we we actually write for you. Mm-hmm. Um. It's audios on there for people that like to listen and drive, listen to workout, do whatever, you know what I'm saying, mobile, multitask. It's audios on there. Um, it's, it's it's just other quotes on there from the Bible. It's like it give you Romans Road on there, like just, just taking you through little step-by-step things, you know, to mm-hmm. get closer with Christ, you know. And, um, yeah, I'm a part of that. Uh, listen to a couple people, man. Uh, this church called Omega Ministries out in Atlanta. Uh, I'm involved with another Another uh, ministry group called Sound and Trumpet Ministry. So I'm, I mean, them, that's where I'm at right now, as far as like resources wise and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. I'm all about. Yeah, I'm a completely different person, man. That's all I can say. Like, but that's a. I mean, that's a blessing, though, right? Yeah, because, yeah. Okay, I ain't ashamed so, about it at all. No, bro. and I don't want you to be ashamed. But mm-hmm. if you could kind of elaborate, when did you realize that you had reached the point of this is it? Like how how far how far long ago was that where you reached like that point? And mm. what were you if you could like mentally? What was you going through? Uh, a lot of mental torment, man. For real, that was about a year a year ago, a little over a year to be exact. But uh, man, I was just I was at a real low point, man. Like I was doing stuff out of frustration. Like I f- I was really controlled by my emotions. Put it like that, man. Like I was whatever my emotions was feeling at the day, I move on it. That's where the weed came in. That's when the drinking came in. That's when the girls really was 
amped up, you know, because right. I'm trying to find ways to cope with cope with life. this stress, this, okay, this, with with this with this hurt, with this pain, with everything that's going on through my mind, you know, that was keeping me unsettled. So I was doing that, and I, it wasn't it wasn't enough, you know what I'm saying? Like you can you can smoke weed all day, you can drink all day, as soon as you come down off that. You still got the problem there, right? Right. So I was tired of that. You know, I was tired of running in circles. So basically, the residue that yeah. was less than left in the glass. Yeah. You, were, you, were, you, you were fed up with that part. Yeah, it was. It was temporary satisfaction. So mm-hmm. and I was tired of that. It was just like sex, bro. You, man, I need to do this to get my mind right. Yeah, you are gonna feel good afterwards, maybe. You know, but uh, it was temporary, man. Like once mm-hmm. you, once a man do his thing, once they finish, it's over with. You know, yeah, now I'm back young. to. Yeah, now I'm back to reality. Like, dang, bro, all right. And if you end up getting her pregnant, like I didn't have somebody pregnant before. We eventually had abortion and all that stuff, and I ain't happy about none of that. You know, I've repented of all that stuff, been set free from it. But, like, that instant there, you know what I'm saying? You keep doing that same thing, and, dang, now I got a baby this time. Dang, bro, I ain't even, I ain't ready for this. You know what I'm saying? You knew this, though. But right, right. but yet you wanted you wanted that, that, that five minutes of fame. You know what I'm saying? You wanted that. So, Okay, this what happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All so, right. Yeah. So, so, so in that sense of it, and you started washing the glass, and we said it was still residue in there. Mm. What What brought you? Would you say uh, was it a form? Because I know in my young, a lot of people that I talked to, and in my time when I was going through my twenties, mm. <laughs> excuse me, life was kicking me in the head. Yeah, literally. For all the things that I didn't have when you rolled down the street and, you know, being from Kansas City, mm-hmm. you seen the Daytons, you seen the rims, you yeah. see the, the money, you see yeah. the chains, you see the jewelry, you go out of town, you see the same thing. You cut the TV on, that's what we idolize, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of that in my, in my walk of life, I was hurt because I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Me being 36, right? Yep. Now, looking at it, you guys have it way worse because you just touch a button, which would be social media, and it shows it on a glorified scale. Mm-hmm. Ours was just the neighborhood OGs that we looked up to, and we seen them shining. We yeah. we didn't have that that a tangible to be able to touch it so right. fast like y'all do. Right, it wasn't the microwave. Right, we was just now getting to the pizza oven. We wasn't at the microwave yet where you can hit it and it go there. Now, now the generation after you got what we call an air fryer because they just put yeah. that thing in there and it's you know saying it's good as gold. Pop up, yeah. So. I think um, that caused me to resent myself and resent life because it's the haves and the have-nots. So when you look in there like, you know, we was kids, remember, like, cell phones. Like, I wanted, you know, me, myself, I wanted the brand-new phone every time Mm -hmm. it came out. I didn't care about the Jordans, but, you know, you give me some nice dress shoes, I was cool. But I wanted the newest technology, a nice ride, and to walk in the spot and everybody be happy to see me. Yeah, that was my desires in my heart, yeah. bro. That was what I. That's what I yearned for. Likewise. So once I started walking in the room, and I would get that feeling, it was a rush. Mm-hmm. But the rush was temporary because they had to leave and go home. Mm-hmm. I had to leave and go home. It was days I closed the club down. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about close it down, walk in the house, mm-hmm. load it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm looking at, I'm looking at my brothers, my sisters. You know, my um, old lady at the time. And everybody else, man, and it's like, bro, you are searching for something that you're never going to find in people. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And I think that that's what we get lost in. We not we got to find it in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to find it in God. I, I really, truly believe that. 
no, I'm not perfect at all. I got some, I got some skeletons that I pray mm-hmm. the day that, you know, they shine people are able to understand that, Hey, he's human. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But I got some, I've, I've been, I've been to the closet mm-hmm. and repented for what I had. I've been in my special prayer place and talked to God, mm-hmm. just the things that I've done in my life that I'm not proud of mm-hmm. the street stuff, the non street stuff, just life in general, man, you know, all of that. When it comes to my kids, sometimes I've maybe not been understanding. Mm. Or maybe I was trying to like compensate for the lack of this or lack of that. So I, I tried to buy him. You see mm. what I'm saying? But I think as a man, and I was talking to some other guys and they were just saying like it was always about stunting on the next man. Mm-hmm. But I said, man, I don't know if it was about stunting on the next man or stunting on the girls. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like, a, you know, it's like a 50 yeah. 50 thing. Yeah. And then when it came to sports, man, I cared about sports a lot. Still do to a certain extent, man. But I had to learn, bro. You're just another number. Right. Even when you go to work every day, sometimes you just another. What you can produce exactly. makes them think and treat you how they need you. Yeah, but once you blues, man. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So once they realize that they don't need you or they can replace you, it becomes yeah. different. Yeah. So education was the key thing that got me to college. Because I couldn't get no football tapes and all of that because half the time, me and the coaches was doing what? Bumping right, heads. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And some of it is your pride, and then some of them trying to do you a certain kind of way because they feel like exactly. you ain't the, the one that they want you to be, so they're going to go get the start. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is, right? Yeah, I feel you. Okay. So just kind of going through that, man, I appreciate you just talking about your ministry and everything you're doing and everything that you're tied into. Yeah. I think that that's dope, yeah. especially being a young man. Yeah. I think – I commend anybody that walks in God on a day-to-day basis and understands that even if they fall short today, the next day they wake up, God still got a plan for you, still going forward, right? So that right there is major at 26 years old, bro. I wasn't thinking that. Yeah, it's it's tough, bro. Like, I'm going to tell you that right now. Don't yeah. think it's it's a cakewalk, bro. But it's they need to hear that, it's though. hard, bro. They need like, to hear that. But at the same time, if it was easy, like with everything else, everybody would be doing it. Right. But I don't think, but just like just like when people do face them challenges, you know, they don't stop there. When it's something they really want, they don't stop there. They don't let them roadblocks stop them. But it's it's like we get this we get this misconception about about, about God and the Bible and stuff. And I, I'm, shoot, I'm victim of that too. Like, when I first got saved, baptized, put it like that, when I first got baptized and went back to that church, you know, I'm like, they still doing the same stuff I'm that I'm trying to get free from. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everybody in here kicking it still. Everybody yeah. in here gossiping within the church. With, you know, that's besides mm-hmm. the point. But I'm saying we, it's a lot of misconception out here, and that's the point where I come into play with when, when – um, I feel like that's part of my purpose, you know. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna make my voice known. You just want the to word it. to be the word. I want the word to be the word because it is the word. You know, I can't change it. Can't nobody else change it. And that's, but like I said, when I come into play, I'm reaching out to them, them young, them young people too. Whoever may hear it, put it right. like that. Whoever may hear it, if I'm, I'm telling you, like I'm telling you what it is, what it ain't. Like I don't have all the answers neither. But I mean, based on my research, based on my reading, based on my study time, you know. To tell you right now what's the truth and what's not the truth. If I don't have the answer, I'm gonna go find the an answer. Trust me, leave. And right. I got other people that, I, like brothers and sisters in the Christ, that's in the faith. You know, I can go ask them some stuff that I don't know, and they'll tell me. You know, like and mm-hmm. I may not understand it right then and there. That's when I come in and do my own study time, and I pray, Lord, what is it? You know, what I'm saying, show me the truth. You know, what I'm saying, and that's when it comes. That's that's what I mean. You know, like when it's something we really want, we gonna find out how to get it. You know, if right. it's a treasure buried under your crib. Right now, with ten thousand hundred trillion dollars, you gonna be digging no matter how you get down there. 
tools that's gonna break, you're gonna throw it away, go get you another tool. You know what I'm saying? So you gonna uh, yeah. you gonna get you gonna you gonna get to that that treasure, bro, by by all means necessary. All right. You that's know, dope. yeah. So that's 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 I like I try to put stuff in perspective like that because we we think we think God like man I can't do this I keep falling short like you said you wake up one day or you end up committing a sin you condemn your own self like man he ain't gonna set me for this like don't do that you know what I'm saying and just don't stop there bro like like I said like if you're something you really want you are gonna go find it you know and and I feel everything you said uh, just a minute ago too like with the uh, looking at looking at the world and trying to. Dang, I want that. You know, like, mm-hmm. dang, I want to be like that. Like, mm-hmm. then you start living in your own fantasy world. Looking back on it then, you right, know, right, I was right. living in my own fantasy world. I'm like, right. but like you said, it's, it ain't real. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it ain't there. We trying to be stuff that they not even, they not even that. You know what, right. what I'm saying? They giving this platform to show you stuff to, you know what I'm saying, to get your mind altered on doing what they doing when right. they really lost they self. They more lost than you are being being real. Like, they so far gone, you really got the best opportunity in the situation. But like you said, it's the world we live in, bro. It's all around us, man. Like, just, just don't give up, man. God the answer, bro. Like, just don't. Nah, just don't, nah I ain't taking yeah. nothing from you. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, you good. Yeah, you good. God is the answer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't don't stop. It's only one way to heaven, boy, and that's Jesus Christ, man. Don't right. let that, nobody else tell you that. Don't let nobody tell you different, I mean. Right. Jesus Christ is the way. Just dig in, man. And like you said, y'all, y'all got my ministry, and bro, I'll give y'all my information. Like, y'all can reach out, whatever, however y'all want to do it. We can we can get down to the nitty-gritty. And I, I'm straightforward, and I'll tell you what it is and what it ain't. So. Gotcha. That's what's up, man. And like I said, and I, I think just me being transparent, bro, I think to see you evolve from – so in case y'all ain't figured it out right now, we brothers. Um, this is my brother. I, I hate using little brother, big brother, but we, we got to in this situation because he's younger than me. You know what I'm saying? So I have an older brother. I got some older, uh, I got some sisters and brothers. Man. We were not blood brothers, but we were never stepbrothers. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I want y'all to understand that, like, he was never my stepbrother. He was always my, he's always, will always forever be my brother. Only steps you have is the ones you walk in the house. So when I hear people say that, it kind of makes me cringe because all I cared about was I finally had somebody who wanted to play basketball. (laughs) Rather, I can push him in the ground. Right. I can uh, scratch him down, come in the house, his mama like, go back out there, quit doing my baby like that. It was still a brother. You see what I'm saying? Because me and my older brother, we vibed, but we had, we had made some promises to each other. Mm-hmm. So in case you, me being who I was, I kind of held grudges because I thought those promises should yeah. stay forever. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But when I got baby brother, baby brother wanted to play ball. He wanted to play football. Now, he was a fool in baseball, but I, that's one thing I didn't get. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> now, Pops and them, we used to be there with him. I go see the T-ball games and all that, but <laughs> basketball was our connection. Yeah. I'm talking about like, Early mornings, getting up, going outside, practicing moves, going to the gym, yeah. uh, yeah, teaching him, teaching him yeah. how to shoot that free throw. You know, yeah. three dribbles, three dribbles, spin it, go get it. You know, yeah. those kind of conversations. Seeing him uh, come up as a young cat with the uh, with the uh, with the Brandon Rush afro <laughs> to the fade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't want y'all to think like, bro ain't bro's not telling you that he's perfect. You know what I'm saying? It all means he's telling you that he got a past. Mm-hmm. But some of his past that he may forget 
is some of the things that made his characteristics be so much better nowadays right. to who he is. You see what I'm saying? I can remember seeing him play football. Me and me and me and Cubs was just talking the other day, and uh, he was like, "Man, I remember y'all. They was playing Horman. DJ threw the uh, interception. He came to the silence. I'll be right back." <laughs> and everybody's kind of laughing, like whatever. He goes down, calls a fumble, gets the ball back, look back. Like I told you, I will get that back. <laughs> but that was his desire, his heart's desire. Comeback. It was the comeback. You see what I'm saying? Like it was always about the comeback. Like y'all got me, but y'all ain't got me. I can remember we we making plays because me and one of my other partners, we used to make plays. So then we get on the court together. <laughs> Everybody know I'm a, I'm an old man point guard you. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. But I might come set a screen. He want me to roll. I don't want to roll. I want to pick and pop. He like, bro, just roll. Roll to the rim. I don't want to roll. Cause I really don't want to be beating up on nobody's little kids. Cause at this time, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm setting big screens at that time. I'm 300 plus. You know right. what I'm saying? So I'm trying to lay everything down. But Man, I remember no. playing for days and hours, just mm-hmm. playing basketball, playing basketball, because that was the way that me and him was able to vibe and relate yeah, and real. get away from what we was both lacking. In our lives You see what I'm saying So Looking at Where you come from Even going off to college With the Kaufman thing Coming back Finding your way back To the basketball court Finding your way back Into life Man I think it's a great thing To see mm-hmm. Where you Where you evolved to Yeah Every Every young man Goes to the Through the prodigal son situation Every daughter goes through it Where you have to leave the nest I left mm-hmm. I had to come back It was times I had to Tuck my tail And come back And knock on the door mm-hmm. Whether I wanted to or whether I didn't. You see what I'm saying? But it makes you better to understand favor. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And that favor don't wear off no matter what. I'm talking about there's some days that you in the lowest of lows, man, but it'll be a small blessing that'll turn into a big blessing and to another thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, with the ministry walk and the walk and the fact that you just want to talk the word. Mm-hmm. I talk to a lot of people and I deal with a lot of people just in transition and moving through life. Some of them want to be famous. Mm-hmm. Some of them want to be well-known. Yeah. At one point in time, that was my desires too. Now I just want to talk enough to be able to help the next person so my mistakes don't become an eternal mistake for people that was around. Mm-hmm. One, of the, one, of the, one of the best things and one of the worst things, I think, is me being a loving person. But I think I showcased some things to people that they didn't even need to see. Exactly. I put some things in their lives that if I didn't give them, maybe I didn't pour them that cup. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I didn't do this or didn't do that, they'd be different. Mm-hmm. But then they may have seen me and said, well, he living like this. So since he living like this, this is how I'm going to live. Yeah. And, you know, we've had conversations like the guideline was based off of me and your other brothers and cousins mm-hmm. and, and aunties and uncles of how they live. Yeah. But I just want to pour some good stuff into it. So now when I see you with my kids and nieces and nephews and you just picking them up and grabbing them and just being there, that's more important than we'll ever know. Because it's just the presence of a man being there, a man's man being there to give them what they need. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm super, super proud of you, man. I can't, when I tell my partners, they be like, man, where DJ at? I'm like, man, he at the house, get with him. <laughs> They're like, man, what are you doing, man? I'm like, man, he in that work. He in the work. Yeah. So it's shocking yeah. to them too, but they yeah. so much of like respected. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like we went on the walk, the mile, we was doing the yeah. little yeah. things yeah. I love you. They like, man, hey, little dog got some got some bounce to him still. I'm like, yeah, he still play ball, but he <laughs> it don't com- it don't control his life. Exactly. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Cause at one point in time, that was the control. Yeah, it was consumed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the thing that 
I think that was the desire. I can't make it over here. And I remember, uh, I remember coming back home like, well, you got a year. Yeah. You got a year. <laughs> this is before KCK. Yeah. Like we're sitting downstairs in the living yeah. room like, well, you got a year. Yeah. You got to come on with it. Cause, 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 uh, cause pops was on me. He was like, man, he want to play ball and you just, uh, pushing him, pushing him, pushing him to do it. But I just wanted you to live out your dream. Mm-hmm. That's your dream. That was your, that was your yeah. desire. Yeah. Same way with Toyon. Like Toyon wanted, I remember watching Save the Last Day and so much with her, <laughs> right. but I just wanted her to, uh, go to Juilliard's yeah. because that's what the, that's what the movie said and that's what she wanted to do. Right. So I wanted her to do whatever right. was going to make her happy. And feel complete. Mm. So I don't want to put crutches or cripple nobody when it comes to their dream. I'm always root for your dream. Mm. If it's if it's realistic to you, it's realistic to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's I think as parents, as siblings, as friends, mm-hmm. you are supposed to push your, your people to be better right on. than they are the day before. And if you can keep doing that, man, and keep putting them in a place where they can go above and beyond, man, it's great. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, just a couple more, man. I ain't got too much more. So when you look at um, legacy, mm-hmm. what you want your legacy to be? Man, that's always been something I've been thinking about. Like I got asked this, uh, my last girlfriend I had, and she was talking about her legacy, and I was like, dang, okay. Her legacy, she wanted to leave money. I mean, at the time, I, I didn't really know how to reply to it. Mm-hmm. But like now, it's like, okay, you can leave them all the money in the world, but that don't mean they're going to do right, you know? Like, right. What is it gonna do for them in the long run? Like, see, my now, you know what I'm saying? My legacy it will be I'm, like now. If I die right now, you be like, bro, been in the word, you know, bro, right. been in the word. That's all he spent his time doing when he had free time. He was in the word. Okay, I hope that encouraged somebody else, man. Look, man, he died. That's what he was doing. He, he I don't think bro was crazy. You know, I know bro had some sense. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Bro yeah. knew what he was doing. I'm about to do it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That's even now while I'm alive. Like it's not just I don't I don't I don't do it for show. I don't do nothing for attention. I, you know I don't even like attention. But it's like at the end of the day, I'm doing this because it's like everybody else when they get that get on the Forbes list or man, look, I'm doing it because somebody else can do it. Same with me. If I'm doing this, bro, y'all can do it too. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't easy. Everybody got their puzzle set. They got that they got to put together. Everybody got different puzzles. How many pieces in your puzzle? You think? Right. You know How many pieces saying? you think in your right now? <laughs> Shoot, I don't know. You think it's a big puzzle? You think it's a big puzzle? Man, yeah. Over looking back now, yeah, I think it was a pretty decent size puzzle set. You know, for a twenty-six year old, and that that'd be the thing. You know, that's why I be speaking up now because it's like the longer we wait, right? That set grows. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You got to put more pieces together because, like, we we still eventually try to find our way in this world. We ain't never going to find our way in the world. We find your way in Jesus Christ. You know right. what I'm saying? My only. So my legacy would be that, you know? Like, if I die or if I have some kids and I'm gone, man, they, they go try to figure out who my who they pops was. That's right. what he was about. He started out here, but he finished a whole different way. You know right. what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, so I you know with like that puzzle, that. some of them pieces, when you try to force them in, they don't fit. So now you got to go back yeah. and duct tape them and squeeze them <laughs> back together, right? So yeah. when you look at that, when you say have kids and all of that, man, do you think that you'll be, you're never really equipped to be a father? Yeah. You know, so because it's, you got to go off the work mm-hmm. and you get a blueprint from a bunch of people to try to different, a whole bunch of different tactics. Mm-hmm. And it's really like you kind of throwing darts at the wall is hoping they stick, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll be the cool dad or do you think you'll be the, the firm 
<laughs> like mean, nasty, like the Joe Jackson. That, then I say, like, or do you think you'll be? Heck, no, I ain't gonna be no Jackson. Do you think you'll be the Will Smith? Do you think you'll be? I ain't uh, gonna be kissing my son in the mouth. <laughs> do you think you'll nah, be the Joe? You know what I'm saying? Do you nah, think nah, you'll nah, be I the Joe? Like, what do you? How do you think you gonna be like, uh, as a father, man? Like, because I, I got a feeling you gonna get some girls just to kind of get you back for like big facts. <laughs> so like some of the stuff that you know. Big so facts. you may get some daughters. You may not get no sons out the game. So all that. Hoop dream stuff, you may have to wait a little bit for that. Exactly. So, how do you think you're gonna be as a dad, man? Because you got a chance to see a few dads, yeah. Okay, you know so how do you think I'm gonna uh, definitely be? I'm gonna definitely have to be a little firm, bro. I'm gonna uh, be strict. I mean, because I'm grateful for that, man. I was just telling my grandmother this yesterday. I'm like, man, I see kids who didn't have the strictness when they was growing up, and I see kids who did. I, and now look at my life, I had strict parents, you know, yeah. both from both my pops and uh, mm-hmm. my mama. So, okay. Look at it like that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I definitely like we was grateful for that. We went out to the world. We're like, hey man, what they were saying was true. You know, go back, go yeah. back home. Just like when I left a couple times, I'm yeah. like, man, everything they were telling me, what you told me, yeah, came back. I'm like, bro, this line up with pops and them bro and them said, I'm going back home. You know right. that they were strict. I didn't like it at the time, but I went yeah. to go find my way back home. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, definitely gonna stick on to that. But ah, uh, you know. We gonna definitely get down. We gonna have fun gonna, for sure. Fun. You know, we gonna have fun. Like, so, okay, that's what's have up. Fun that's cool. Sure. Cause I, I want to see. I do. You know, what I'm saying, yeah. God willing, man, I want to see DJ as a father. <laughs> man. DJ got to learn how to cook. Bruh. <laughs> you know, man. what I'm saying. So, I think that'll be. Uh, I think that'll be good, man. But I think also, um, you can relate to mm. having a bonus father. Yeah, you dig what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think when you're doing your ministry, yeah, make sure you let them know. All right. That you had a bonus father. Yeah. You had your father in heaven. You had your biological father. You had a bonus father. Yeah. Sometimes those bonus Play dads, the big role. Yeah. they don't get those credits. Those bonus yeah. moms, they don't get that credit. Don't. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And rather we are um, too immature at the time to say it, mm-hmm. later on we have to say it. Yeah. You know, about what, about a month ago, what, the pops had to, uh, he had retired. Yeah. Bro, I was sitting there and I was really thinking like, bro, he didn't. 30 some years? Yeah. Construction? Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus the stuff he do outside of that. You that's know what, what I'm saying? That's what I'm like, saying. Now, now, take nothing away. That it's, He ruled with iron fist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, iron Big left fact. hand. You know Big what I'm fact. saying? So, <laughs> but I think that by seeing that, mm-hmm. I think it helped you to be okay with getting dirty, mm-hmm. going to work, Man. getting up every day. Man. My, my desires at one point in time was to never touch a wrench. Yeah. It was never to be outside in the world. You know, I had some seasons where I had jobs where I had to do it, but I'm like, bro, this ain't, yeah. I watched this dude do this and I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, it ain't nothing against it. As a kid, before you came along, bro, I used to wash my hands after every tool. <laughs> like, I ain't want to grease on my hands, man. I wasn't out here for all that, man. I'm trying to go see what these girls is doing right, right. and I'm trying to play basketball. You see what I'm saying? Right. I'm trying to get out the house. So if that man doing everybody chores, I'm going to do everybody chores. Just to go. I yeah. just want to go outside and play, bro. <laughs> I didn't want to do all that, man. But those rides, bro. Yeah. Now, when I have my kids in the car and I'm riding with y'all, it's a joy because I get to give those same rides that he gave me. Yeah. And that, you know, that your mom, the time gave me. Yeah. You, know, you get that. Yeah. Whether you appreciate it then, you appreciate it later. Yeah. So, um, when you're dealing with people that their parents may go through divorces, their mm-hmm. parents may be going through something or, you know, uh, of course you're going to always tell them to lean on the word. So I, I appreciate that, but just mm-hmm. understand yeah. What it is and how it is. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, look, check this out. Like, I had to learn this too. Like, 
because you know when I first when I first got reborn again, yeah, like I was pushing it out people's throat. You know, like mm-hmm. I wasn't taking that time out to relate. You know, and a lot of times you got to do that. But in certain certain circumstances, yeah, you you got to hit people over the head with it because they right. just hard headed. Period. You know. Right. But yeah, most of the time, like now, like I'll get to know that person first. You know right. what I'm saying? Okay. I'm I'm just listening, you know. I'm listening to right, everything right. they saying. Little taking little mental notes. Then I find ways to, like you like the word said, be wise as a serpent, and harmless as a dove. So mm-hmm. you gotta be you gotta be smart about it. You can't just be foolish about it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I, I mean, can't just push right. the word down somebody's throat. And that was something I had to learn, though. I, I had to learn it. It was tough, but like I had to humble myself man. because you was just so full and you yeah. wanted to pour it into some people. So that's not nothing yeah. bad, but yeah, you have to learn how to talk and relate. Yeah, so exactly. like I said, even early on with the five songs, yeah, that's my way of filling people out. Yeah, because it tells me then how you are. Mm-hmm. Certain things make you uh, give you the the height and mm-hmm. make you excited. Mm-hmm. Some things make you low. Mm-hmm. Watching a certain movie, a certain part, I don't care how many times I've seen. Remember the Titans mm-hmm. at the end when they win. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm it, it makes you up. It give me a feeling. Yeah, see what I'm saying. Uh, I don't care how many times, you know, my favorite one is Thin Line Between Love and Hate. So no matter how many times I see certain things, yeah. it gives you a certain feeling. Yeah. Music, colors, yeah. um, emotions, yeah. they play a part. Yeah, that's a big and, thing. And once you figure those out, and not to, to spoon feed nobody nothing wrong, but mm-hmm. it just teaches you how to come at a person mm-hmm. and how to gauge. Right? Mm-hmm. So my last question, uh, we'll do this thing called emergency contacts. Mm-hmm. Living in the world we live in, things happen. Uh-huh. Something was to happen to you today. Who's the first person you call? Huh. Who's your emergency contact? Um, uh, just being straight up, I'm calling. I'm calling my cousin Rhonda off top. <laughs> calling her first, just cause, just cause, man. She know where I'm at spiritually. Like she, mm-hmm. just cause, man. We kind of, we kind of been walking this walk together. So she like my, we both like in combat, like right hand. You know, mm-hmm. we right each other's right hand type thing. So. She gonna she gonna she gonna know off tops who to call. She gonna call y'all, or you know, even if I do get that second opportunity to call somebody, I'm gonna call moms. I'm gonna call y'all. I'm gonna let all y'all know facts. But see, you see that that right there is amazing in itself because you're calling somebody that you feel is like minded and who's gonna help you through right. those times. Not right? throwing shade on nobody Not, else. No. So look, if she wasn't there, of course you said then mom would be the next person, right? Yeah. The goal of us is to have a group of people. Yep. In your phone at one point in time, no matter what number they are in the book, you can call them and they'll answer. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those are that's what makes your core strong. People I know are gonna answer. They're gonna answer. But in in it's no shade on moms, it's no shade on pops, it's no shade on me. Right. But you need you got a person that you know. This that's my emergency. Call her. Yeah. And that's good because yeah. some people might have said if they knew you back then, you're gonna say mom. Yeah. So to see the change, mm-hmm. not saying that you're not dependent of your mom or you don't need your mom, but you understand now that mom has a life and you have a life. Mm-hmm. So that makes it a little bit different mm-hmm. and better for the way that we live. Right? right. So I think that that's, that's great, man. I think just everything, like I said, everything you're doing, everything you're building on is good. Do you got anything coming down the, uh, like anything coming up uh, soon, like with the ministries, anything you're about to do, any new launches or Maybe clothes or shirts or anything, books or anything. You think about writing any books or anything? Like, what you thinking? Uh, Book-wise, I maybe do that. I might do yeah, might do that later on down the line once I get all, when I get for real straight, straight. <laughs> but I think, I yeah. think, I think your memoirs will be important. 
Yeah. Because they need to see you yeah. from past, present, and future. Yeah. So even if you start your past, yeah. that's one book. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. That's one book. Mm-hmm. Your present. Yeah. And then your desires coming forward. Okay. And then, you know, go to God with it and talk and have that conversation. He'll lead you. Yeah, I like that, though. Because I had a, my, my book idea was something that I sat on for about 10 years. Yeah. This whole podcast thing. Mm-hmm. Talking to people, having a conversation. I never knew my whole life I was setting myself up yeah. to do what I'm doing now. Because yeah. in my mind, it was always a thing of, I just like being around people, like having conversations because I like to pick people's brains. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know the whole time I was doing what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you set them in segues. Yeah. And the people that it's for who gravitate to it. Right. Think about the um, the secret and... Uh, all the other different books that you may read or uh, 48 Laws of Power or the law. Uh, the uh, It's a couple of different books that I've read here lately. They all started off as regular books and then later on became bestsellers. Mm-hmm. It's some of them, like the Five Love Languages, it's a bestseller for time and time, and they just keep redoing it, remastering yeah. it. Yeah. Your book can be something that will maybe help somebody because maybe they don't want to listen to your voice. Maybe they want to see it on paper mm-hmm. and, and put it on in and write on it and scratch it out and have some intangibles. Yeah, people learn different. Yeah, yeah everybody learns different. Yeah. So, Facts. again, if you could give them your, uh, your handle on how they can look you up, if you don't like any social media that you want them to look you up on, and your uh, the website for the ministries. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook. That's the only thing I got right now. Uh, my name is Devontae Sales, uh, D-E-V-A-N-T-E. Uh, it should pop up. And my picture on there, S-A-Y-L-E-S is the last name for sales. And uh, again, the ministry's website is called EncounterChristMinistries.com. EncounterChristMinistries.com. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. It was cool. It was, it was yeah, good. Yeah, it went yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Right. Y'all got to yeah. know he was a little nervous early yeah, on. Yeah, I'm like, man, what, bro? You want to you know, <laughs> interview me, man? What? Yeah, so... <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. I love you so much for coming, man. Uh, We're going to get ready to get up out of here. All right. Um, Till I see y'all again, till we talk again, man, I want to let y'all know I love y'all. You know, may uh, God be your seatbelt and we be some direction in your life. Until we see each other again, man, y'all be cool.